Love Talk Radio.
hallelujah, Mr. Lee Williams and uh, the Williams brothers this morning and cooling water. He said it's cooling water like it was from Grandmama's well. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> well, God is thanking me, Brother Lou. <laughs> hallelujah. Anybody been dipped, dipped out in that water. Hallelujah. We all had to be baptized at some point in our lives, hopefully. And uh, I thank God for not only the water baptism, but the baptism of the Holy Ghost this morning, the Holy Spirit. And so I'm grateful unto Almighty God again for another Tuesday morning. He woke us up closed in our right minds. We have use and activity of our limbs, our life, health, and strength. And some people say, well, no, Barbara, I'm not healthy. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You was healthy enough to wake up this morning. And so we thank God for it. We give him glory, honor, and praise. We appreciate him. Hallelujah. Almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power. There is no higher power today. And so we, we just love him and we thank him and we realize without him, we can do nothing. If it had not been for the Lord on our side today, we wouldn't have made it thus far. But he's for us today. And his word says, if he be for us, he's more than the whole world against us. And so we're thankful. Hallelujah. There's none like him. And just think about it today. Just think about that thing. I'm alive. I don't know when I'll leave here, but today I'm alive. And today I can do some things that I wouldn't be able to do if I leave here. So I'm going to make this day the best day that I can. Because this is the day that he made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. No matter what come my way, I want to rejoice and be glad. Because I'm, I'm casting my cares upon him. But he cares for me. I'm giving God everything that concerns me. Everything that I feel trouble me, everything that I feel worries me, or I'm worried over or over-concerned about it, today, I'm giving it to God. Tuesday, October the 4th, 2022, Lord, take my battles. You fight my battles. And help me to just obey your word. Help me to praise and worship you. Help me to look to you. I want to look to the hills from which cometh my help. Because all my help comes from you, Father. You made the heavens and the earth. Hallelujah. I'm letting go today. I'm giving all my cares to you. And I want to open my spiritual eyes so that I can see where you're leading me and guiding me. And what you would have me to do today. Somebody needs me somewhere. Somebody need to hear positive word today, and I'm the one that you can use to give out positive words. Hallelujah. Do positive things concerning others. Yeah, we shouldn't be so selfish. It's all about me and mine, what I'm feeling. No, somebody out there needs your help. And you could be a help to them because you let go today, and you're letting God have his way in your life. No matter what comes your way, he's able to fix it. He's able to turn things around. He's able to make ways where you see no way because he is the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. Amen goes right there this morning. I feel all right right there. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
And so we just thank God for all he has done already, what he's doing right now, and what he's going to do. Great and mighty things for us. And so we're thankful. Listen, we're going to one more request of the morning in song. And when we come back, we're coming back straight with our morning prayer. And today our topic is this, saved and forgiven others. Saved and forgiven others. Have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? If you accepted him as your Lord and Savior, then today you're considered to be saved. You're considered to be a Christian, a believer. Yeah, the saints of God. Hallelujah. And so you're saved now. And things out of your past come up. Things that's in your past, some things you've forgotten and some things you never forget. You never forget the way they treated you. So I've been abused, misused, all type of things. And, and we're still holding on to it. We're still remembering. And we want to forget and let go. Because what happened is if we hold on to it, we're helping the other person that did the wrong to us. We're keeping them alive in what they did to us. But when we forgive and let it go, then we heal us. We are better people. Hallelujah. We'll talk about some things this morning, but we're going to this next song, and when we come back, we're coming back with morning prayer. But one of them cried out to him, Oh, Lord, Remember me. When on the cross of Calvary, the Lord was crucified the mob stood round about him and they mocked him until he died and there were to be hanging down beside him just to share but one of them, one of them cried out to him, oh Lord, remember me, oh what a shame to kill him, I'm there long. That old rugged cross But such A death Was needed Just to rescue All of us That was lost oh, His blood Is made of ransom Just a step the captain free. I know, I know that I'm included. Hey, 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, Miss 
Abertina Walker and remember me. Lord, remember me. She's saying when she get to the pearly gates, she know God will remember her. Hallelujah. And so we're thankful unto him because, yes, he will. He will remember us. He know us. Hallelujah. Good, bad, or ugly, God know each of us today. And so we're thankful unto him. We're going to prayer. And uh, this morning, if you have a personal prayer request, I would touch and agree with you this morning in your personal prayer request. And intercessors, we want to remember the Bronner family today and keep them lifted in prayer and keep Pastor David Jackson lifted in prayer and his family. Yeah, we want to do that today because we all need prayer. And uh, sometimes when we hear things about each other, we want to immediately go to God concerning that, that God will move on the behalf of each of us. Hallelujah. He's faithful this morning, and he's just. And guess what? He will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. And so we're just thankful unto Almighty God this day, again, for all he has done already, what he's doing right now, and what he's going to do today. Great and mighty things. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you this morning for all you've done for us already. You woke us up, closed in our right minds. Father, it's you that has given us the use and activity of our limbs, our life, our health, and our strength this morning. And we thank you, Lord, for this day, October the 4th, 2022. Father, yesterday is gone, and tomorrow is not promised. But we have today, hallelujah. And we ask, Lord, that you would bless us to bless you and your people in this day. We ask that you would use us, God, to be a blessing unto others. And not just selfish. Help us to forget about ourselves. Hallelujah. Remember you and remember your people this day in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We come this morning, Father, and I bring every caller and every listener before you, those coming through the archives and the podcast, for those who have gone away because they didn't think what was going on that was right over here. We ask this morning in the name of Jesus that you would bless each and every one of them. Lord, move by your spirit today. Open doors and make ways for these people. For Lord, they need you. We all need you. We can't do anything without you. And your word says, cast our cares upon you, for you careth for us. Your word also says that if you be for us, you are more than the whole world against us. And Father, we believe that this morning. We believe with Jesus on our side, your son, things will work out right. Everything will be all right. Father, this morning, we're the head and not the tail. We're above and not beneath. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. But, Father, we're more than conquerors through your Son, Jesus Christ, that loves us. So we thank you today. Lift us up in you. Father, encourage us, your people, 
inspire us the more in you today. Lord, don't let us sit around stagnated. Don't let us sit around worrying and being over-concerned. But God, help us to look to the ears today, all day, from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from you. Father, you made the heavens and the earth. And we know that you love us today. You so loved us, you sent your only begotten son. And Father, we believe on him because we don't want to perish, but we want everlasting life. Bless your people today in a way that you've never done before. Father, let us see you move today. Hallelujah. The move of almighty God who have all power. Father, you're powerful God. Hallelujah. You're our heavenly father and you love us. So Lord, let us see your love today in many ways that we've never seen it before. Help us this morning to open our spiritual eyes and spiritual ears unto you in the name of Jesus, that you can move in ways all that we would appreciate today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We come this morning, Father, bringing those that are sick. Ask that you would heal today. You heal all manner of sickness and disease. There's no sickness, no disease, no illness that you can't heal. Do it for your glory today. And that your people come out with a testimony unto you. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. We bring those that are incarcerated before you this morning. We bring the brethren, God, before you that's witnessing in prison, that's talking of your wondrous works and making known your deeds among the people. Lift them up today. And, Lord, not their timing, but your timing. Turn the key and set them free in the name of Jesus. Bless their families and strengthen their families in this hour. Because, Lord, when a loved one is locked up, the family is locked up too. Help today, O oh God, set free in the name of Jesus. Or oh, thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We bring those that are in every branch of our military. We bring them before you this morning in the administration of the military. Asking this morning that, God, you would strengthen and bless today. Lead and guide them in the right path. Show them what to do, Lord, to keep this America safe and sound from all hurt, harm, or danger. And Lord, loose your ministering angels to stand watch or to minister to them, to shield and protect. Hallelujah. Keep them from all hurt, harm, or danger. In the name of Jesus, thank you this morning. Father, we come before you this morning asking, Lord, that you would help us today to be for each other. Help us to love one another, not as the world loves. But, Father, before you went back, you told us to love. Help us to show your love. Father, we come this morning asking, too, that, Lord, you would strengthen us to have patience. Strengthen us today to have patience with one another. Because this is how the world would know that we are of you for the love we have one for another. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So help us today. Strengthen us, O oh God, in your word. Strengthen us in prayer. Strengthen us to obey your God. In the name of Jesus, we are asking. But Father, if ever we needed you before, now is that time. Father, we need you. We need you today. We can't make it without you. We can't make it without your word. Remind us of your word today. 
But, Father, your word is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. And forever, O God, that word is settled in heaven. Stir it up in us today. And, God, we'll be an obedient people unto you. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. We bring widowers before you this morning. We bring intercessory prayer people. Father, we bring preachers everywhere, preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you and love for your people. We bring Israel and Jerusalem before you, asking that you would loose your protecting angels to stand watch to shield and protect them, keep them from all hurt, harm, or danger. All our brothers and sisters overseas, Lord, we ask this morning that you would move on their behalf like never before this day, October the 4th, 2022. In the name of Jesus, Father, we ask that you would lift them up. You would encourage them. You would inspire them in you. And that, God, you would give them a heart and mind to help others. In the name of Jesus, we're asking. Lucia ministering angels, oh God. Lucia protecting angels. To shield and protect those who can't lift up your name, those who can't mention your name, those who can't teach others about you, those who can't pray aloud. They have to do things unto you in secret. And Father, we know you reward them openly, but God, protect them today. Shield them, oh God. Keep them, Lord, from any hurt, any harm, any danger in the name of Jesus. Bless their children, oh God. Bless their families. You know what they're all standing in need of today. In the name of Jesus. Continue to bless America, God, and the leadership. Have mercy upon us, oh God, and forgive us, Lord, for all our sins and wrongdoings, our wrong thoughts and speakings and feelings. God, move for us today. Open our eyes to see that you're in charge None of us are. The earth is yours, the fullness thereof, Father, the world and they that dwell therein. And again, this morning, without you, we, even as Americans, even as the United States of America, we can do nothing. Help us all today, oh God, to come to you wholeheartedly. In the name of Jesus. Father, fix the hearts and minds of men. Do it today, oh God. Many have lost their ways. The enemy has snatched the mind of many, and they don't even know it. But, Lord, return it long enough for them to make a conscious decision, a conscious decision to come to you in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning for hearing. Father, we thank you for answering this prayer. We ask that you would bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here today, O oh God. Lord, move upon our hearts that we'll forgive from a sincere heart. That, Lord, we won't forgive in words, but, Lord, we'll truly forgive in deed. The deed of a pure heart, the deed of a forgiving heart. And that, God, we will give back everything that the enemy gave to us in unforgiveness. God, we will give that those tools back to the devil. And, God, we look to you. I'll wipe the slate clean this morning. And God, anything that's not of you trying to come back, we refuse to allow it to come back in. Move by your spirit here today. Have your way, Father, in the name of Jesus. 
We thank you. We thank you this morning. We can't thank you enough. Father, if each of us had 10,000 tongues and we began to praise you with every tongue, it wouldn't be enough. But, Father, you're more than, hallelujah, more than we'll ever need, more than worthy of the glory and the honor, the praise and the worship. Help us today, all day, to remember you. Help us to keep our minds on you, Father. It's you that will keep us in perfect peace. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you today. Hallelujah. We thank you that you're the God of our lives. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. And without you, Father, we can do nothing. Oh, we give you glory. We give you the honor. And, Father, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we love you this morning. On the building a long, long time ago. I turned around in a world of sin. I didn't work on the building anymore. I was lost in the heart of the wilderness. I was standing at the crossing of the road. I heard a voice speak soft and low, telling me which way to go. And he said, It's time to go back home, child. It's time to go back home. Been wandering in the wilderness much too long. It's time to go back home. I wandered here, I wandered there. Months and years have passed. I had plenty of friends all the time. The life I lived was fast. When trouble came around me, all of my friends were gone. But I heard the same voice speaking in my ears. Telling me to go back home He said it's time to go back home Child, it's time to go back home You've been wandering in the wilderness much too long It's time to go back home I finally did what the voice said I turned and took my place I'm working back, singing in the choir God's amazing grace I know Jesus, he loves me so, and this is how I know, that same voice speaking to me, telling me the way to go, he said it's time to go back home, child, it's time to go back home, you've been wandering in the wilderness much too long, it's time to go back home. Go back 
I'm sorry, Greg Loggins and Revival. Time to go back home. You've been wandering in the wilderness much too long, he's saying. It's time to go back home because sometimes we get caught up into the things of the world and what's going on. We get caught up into what we hear that's going on into the world. So we get a little bit overwhelmed, uh, shocked, uh, uh, what am I going to do? Uh, 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 Yeah, we get caught up into that. But it's time to let all of that go and go back to God 100%. And let him take over and do, hey, glory, hallelujah. And let him do for you what you need to have done. Because sometimes the things that we think we need, that's not what's needed. The scripture says God supply need according to his riches and glory by his son, Christ Jesus. So he's going to supply for you what you need. And it's not what you're thinking. This is why each morning we remember Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. We remember to don't trust ourselves. We remember to trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. In all our ways, we acknowledge him. And it's him that will direct our path. We don't want to be wise in our own eyes. We want to fear the Lord and depart from evil. Why, Barbara? Because I won't have to worry over this stuff. Yeah, I won't stress. I won't look older than I am. I won't feel older than I am. I'll be able to do some things. Because look, after you trust in him with all your heart, and and you lean not to your own understanding, look now, in all your ways, you acknowledge him and he directs your path. You're not wise in your own eyes. You fear God and you depart from evil. And look what it says. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord, verse 9. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thine increase. Everything you get, you give God the first fruit of it. We talk about 10% tithes. We talk about offering. Give God the first fruit of your substance, whatever you get. And look, I borrowed money. I paid tithes and offering off the money I borrowed. God loves a cheerful giver. And look what he does. Every time you turn around, something is coming in. Something is coming. Money is coming. Food is coming. Clothes is coming. Shoes is coming. The house on the hill. Everything that you desire is coming. You're giving God. You wonder why the world is blessed, many of them. And it appeared the church folks just without. It appeared that the people of God just poor and pitiful. The world gives. Do you know that? The world gives. And we got to get there. Well, see, I, I'll go to Jesus in the morning because uh, she has said some true things to me, and she has been a blessing. 
but I'm a member of this church. I'm going to give my all to the church. Be a giver everywhere that you can. Every door that come open to you, I wouldn't care if it's only a dollar. Give. He loves a cheerful giver. Yeah. And to the two people, the three people yesterday that gave, Irene, Apostle Boatwright, and, and, and Sister Dot, let me tell y'all something. Just look for your blessing. It may not come back in money. <laughs> hey, glory to your God. It may come back in health. It may come back in another way. There may be something else you've been desiring. It may come in that way. Look what he said. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thine increase. Verse 10 says, so shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. We're not looking for a hookup. We're not looking for people to give it to us for free. We we not we we don't have our hand out all the time to just receive and not give. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. <laughs> Eleven says, My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth even as a father, the son in whom he delighted. Yet yeah, now that's the word, that's not Barbara. That's the word of God. We want these things, but we're hovering. We're working for them. I want to work so I have to give. And because of my giving, it caused me to have more than enough. Now I can pay bills. Huh? Hey, I can have a few things. I was thinking, get rid of credit cards. You don't need them. No, nope. hold up a minute, Barbara. Hold up. I want to show you something with the credit cards. God is faithful. You just can't be a fool with a credit card. You got to be responsible. There's a purpose for it. Hallelujah. God is faithful. And anything that he gives to his people, there's a reason for it. There's a purpose and a plan. God is wise. He's not like us. He's a wise God. And he do things for a reason. And again, this morning, we're learning to accept what Almighty God allows. We're better off. Whatever go on, I look for the blessing to come out. Sometimes it come out up front. Sometimes it come out at the end. Sometimes it come out in the middle of whatever's going on. God bless. Oh, yeah, shut up. Hey, he, he, he's in the blessing business. If we can focus, if we can get our minds right. God, let this mind be in me that was also in your son, Jesus Christ. Christ Jesus, because, Lord, he only wanted to please you. He only wanted to obey you. Give me this type mind that I keep my mind on you. And, Father, it's you that's going to keep me in perfect peace. You made the body because it's self-healing. And my body will heal itself. But, Lord, show me what to put in this body that it will begin to heal in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. All of this is good for us. Yeah, all of it is. Listen, we're going to our scripture of the morning, and I have several scriptures I want to talk about this morning because the word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And... 
what our topic says today is this. It says saved and forgiven others. We've come to God. We're married now. We're married to the true and living God that have all power. We're his and he's ours today. And we, we don't have any reason to be sad, uh, 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 moved by nothing, because he's the author and finisher of our faith. And anything that goes on, if we'll give it to him, he can fix it. Many times we want God to do what we can do. But no, there are some things we're going to have to do. Pray is one of them. Praying is one of them. Studying his word is one of them. Having the faith and trust in God is another one. And some of us, we don't want to do that. We just want him to do everything. It won't work. It won't happen. I'm just here to tell you. So this morning, looking at Matthew chapter 6 and verse 14, now look what this says. If ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Did you hear that? I got to give those that done lied on me, because that happened to me plenty of times, and still lying on me, but it's okay. I, I, I have to forgive them. I had to forgive them. Because if I did not forgive, God wasn't able to forgive me for all my wrongdoings. I done lied on somebody. I done cheated somebody. I done did wrong. Before I come to God, that was the lie. That's what you do. See, when you're not saved, when you haven't given your life to Christ, when he haven't come into your heart and lived, it's what you do. You, you, you get over You, you're expecting everybody to give to you because you're so smart, see, you, you, you don't know what to do, and you're dumb as a bag of rocks, as they say, because you think it's more blessed to receive than it is to give. So you're lie, cheat, steal, do whatever you need to do. But he said once we got saved now, we come to him. He's in us and we are in him. If we don't forgive, he can't forgive us. Look at that Mark 11 and 26. It says, but if you do not forgive, neither will your father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. He'll come back again. Mark said it. Mark come right behind Matthews and said the same thing. Mark 11 and 25 says, and when you stand praying, listen, forgive. If you have ought against anybody, that your father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. But Barbara, you you, you just don't understand, Barbara. I, I was an innocent child, and they abused me. Barbara, you don't understand. I got involved with the man, and I truly loved him, Barbara, but he did things to my children. Barbara, he caused pain to me. You don't understand, Barbara, what my dad did, what he did to my mama, what he did, what my mama did to my dad. You don't understand what my brother, you, you don't know what my cousins did. It don't matter who they are. It does not matter what it was. We have come to Jesus. He's our Lord and Savior. 
He's the God that can forgive you for what you've done. It, it always takes me back to the woman that they was about to stone for committing adultery. And they come to Jesus with the foolishness. But he had something for them. And he told them, the first one without sin cast the first stone. But see, Barbara, you don't understand. I, I, I never did a bad thing like they did. No, 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 no. Listen, bad is bad. There's no good bad and no <laughs> and no no bad bad. Bad is just bad. There's no big sin and no little sin. Sin is sin. If I told a lie, it's just as a, a, a bad as it is if I molested a child. If I raped a man. Yeah, men get raped. This is just as bad. If I steal a, a, a 50 cent bubblegum, I'm just as guilty as the murderer. Now, I know people won't do it because they put uh, levels on the thing. A 50 cent bubblegum, she don't deserve to go to jail for that. It was just 50 cent and a bubblegum. No, I stole. I took just like the murder took. But this is what he's saying. It don't matter. If we don't forgive whatever it is, he can't forgive us. Because we appear in the field like my sin is better than your sin. When sin is just sin. It's all ugly in his sight. Wrong is just wrong. It's all ugly in his sight. Looking at Luke 11 and 14, it says this, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. I'm raising my right hand because I'm guilty. I've talked about the people that I owe money to. I said these money-hungry, money-grudging, money-loving people. But he said, I'm to forgive my debtors. I'm to forgive those that I'm in debt to. And lead me not into temptation. Lord, help me not to think on them like that. So I'm tempted to say bad things or I'm tempted to do bad things. Lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil, God. Even when it comes to the bill collector. I don't care who has done me wrong. Help me to forgive and love them anyway. Help me to look beyond all their faults <laughs> and let me see their needs. Yeah, because they have needs. And the need is they have need of Jesus. He can wipe the slate clean. Do you know every time we repent, and ask God to forgive us. He wiped that slate clean. It's like we never did no wrong in our whole life history. Your enemies, those that have lied on you, did you wrong, treated you bad, stole from you, took from you, abused you uh, mentally, physically, however it went down. They need help. And we need to forgive. Because if we don't, the Father can't forgive us. Matthew 6 and 15 says this, 
But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Look again, he keeps saying it. Because he wants us to understand. We must forgive those that have done us wrong, that has come against us, trespassed against us. We must, we must find a way to forgive. The one way I know that we can forgive is we go to God and ask him to help us. Lord, that, that, that thing is very deep in my heart. I, I just can't let it go. I can't. Listen, who are we that God is even mindful of us? Why do we think we such great creatures and, oh, we just deserve the best of the best and, oh, we're just all that and a bag of chips, donuts, oh, we just everything. I've heard some people say, why me, Lord? Why, why not you? Because we think we, we, we've been spoiled in there somewhere. And we, we, we feel like we don't deserve this and we shouldn't get this. But today we are learning to accept what God allowed. He allowed abuse to come your way. It wasn't for you. It's so you can give a testimony of how he brought you out of abuse. How he saved an abused woman. How he saved an abused man. That's what he's looking for today. I want you to look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Look at his suffering. Come on, let's look at it. They took him from courtroom to courtroom. Spit on him, slapped him, did all kind of things. Barabbas was a murderer and should have been locked up forever. But they said, free the murderer and crucify the son of God. And they took him on and dogged him out. Oh, we don't know the magnitude of that thing they did to him. But none of that was for him. I want you to hear me this morning. None of that was for him. It was for us. Each of us, for God so loved the world, he sent, he gave his only begotten son. It was for us, not, not, not for him. This morning, whatever you have gone through, Abused, lying, cheated, uh, none of that was for you. It was for your ministry. Everybody God saved, he gave you a work. But most of us, we go sit on the pews at the church. We sang loud, and some of us, we raised our hand and, and worship and praise. Some of us are even dancing in the house of the Lord. Yeah, to dance before God to show him how much we appreciate him. But guess what? We got to forgive. I'm telling you, you got pastors, bishops, preachers, ooh, all these kind of folks who have not learned yet how to forgive. I've seen people in the pulpit preaching and they're angry. And they don't even know it. But the anger come out in, in their preaching. I said, well, look at this. They need to forgive somebody and then forgive themselves. And a lot of times I get up and leave because I don't want that anger spirit leaping on me. I'm not angry about nothing. I'm not angry with nobody. I'm good. I forgive you and let you go. God going to take it up. 
I mean angry preachers. See, because things has happened. Sometimes it's in their marriages. Sometimes it, 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 it's what the brother did to him, the sister did to him. It, it's what they did to him on the job. And that thing is embedded in them. They don't even know how to be really, really kind to people. They have a wall up, and if you try to penetrate that wall, all oh, they'll let you have it. They'll give you the business, baby. Yes. But God wants us to forgive. And one reason is he forgave us. When we went to the altar, we asked God to forgive us. The very first encounter we had to ask him to, to come into our heart and live before that we repented, we asked him to forgive us. And we meant that. And we want that. We wanted it then, and we still want forgiveness of God right now. If you don't, you're a fool. So if we want him to forgive us, we got to learn to forgive others. Matthew 6 and 12 says, and forgive us our debts. I, 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 I prayed that the Lord would make me debt free, and I'm getting that. I'm getting that. I just paid two things off. I paid one other thing off, and, I, and I'm about to pay. Oh, he, he's working it. He's working it for my good. And I'm becoming debt-free, believe it or not. But I have to forgive. Ask him to forgive my debts. Because sometimes I've overshopped. I had clothes, but look at that dress. Ooh, look at them shoes. Oh, that'll hit just right with that. <laughs> yeah, so I've gone on over to Sheen and, and, and put it on a payment plan. And every month, uh, every two weeks, or however, I, I, I pay on it till I pay it off. And then I tell myself, oh, it's not much. It's just $100 that adds up. And forgive us our debt. Nothing is wrong with my truck, but that new wrap for that thing is pretty this year. Ooh, it's shining bright. Lord, I want that. And forgive us our debt. I don't need a new truck. I just need to make sure I take care of the one that I got, keep it service, keep it clean, and I'm good to go. As we forgive our debtors, I, I, I'm going to forgive she with all them service charges. I'm I'm going to forgive Amazon and, 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 and all these people that they say the inflation, the economy, da-da-da-da-da, and they just upping the prices on GP. They don't have to. They just upping it on general principle because they want your money. Lord, help me to forgive them debtors in the name of Jesus. Help me to forgive those I've been paid that thing off, but they keep putting the interest in that. The actual thing that I bought, it has been paid off. But they're dragging it out so they can get more money out of me. Forgive them, Lord. Help me to forgive them. 2 Corinthians 2 and 10 says, To whom ye forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgave anything to whom I forgave it, for your sake, forgave I it in the person of Christ. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. On our behalf, he forgave. And guess what? He forgave us. And if we've forgiven anything, if we've forgiven anybody, he forgave us. For if I forgave anything to whom I forgave it, for your sake, forgave I it in the person of Christ. Jesus forgave. God, the Son of God, forgave me. And if we forgive, he forgave us. And he's standing up for us. Look, let me tell you something. And people think they slick. And people think they can use you. Listen, let me show you something. I have two family members, maybe three, maybe four, but two for sure. These people have not forgiven me, and they close family members. And when they come to me, they want to come and, and get something out of me. Listen. And they think because I'm forgiving and I'm kind and I'm loving and I show no signs of unforgiveness to them, towards them, they think I don't know that they have not truly forgiven me. And that the only reason they come to me is to get something out of me. Listen to me this morning. But if God have used my mouth to tell them things, it wasn't me that told them God used my mouth because I didn't know what was going on in their mind or their heart. God spoke to them and they knew it to be the truth. Do you think he will allow you with your unforgiving self to come to me just to get something out of me and I don't know it? God is not a fool. And he's not going to allow his people to be fooled. Yeah, I'm just sharing. But we yet got to forgive these people. I call them nuts. Somebody say, well, Sister Barbara, you should. Yeah, they crazy. The enemy got the mind. Their flesh is ruling and reigning. And listen, these preachers, and they don't even know it. They don't even know the danger that they're in. And look, never can get in a place of stability. They can never get in a place where, as we read in Proverbs this morning, you're going to have plenty. And you know why they can't get there? Unforgiveness. I know people that died because they didn't forgive. They went out of here with all that stuff in them because they refused to let it go. They keep it fresh on their calendar. It's like they get up every day and they write it on their John Brown hurt me. Uncle Bubba raped me. Whatever it was, the church did this to me. It's like they get up and rewrite it every day with a, a, a pencil or a pen on the calendar so they are reminded. No, I don't want to remember. I want to forget and forgive. I want to forgive and forget. That's what Jesus did. That's what God does. When I come to him and ask him to forgive me, he forgive me and he forget it. 
I've heard people say, well, I'll forgive them, but I won't forget it. Well, you didn't forgive. How many times I got to forgive them? As many times as it takes. I'm not going to put a number on that because folks say, well, I'm counting. Well, it's been 77 times. No, you got to keep going. Anytime anyone do anything to you, you quickly got to forgive. Sometimes people want to fight with you and prove this and say that. Look, agree with your adversary quickly and move on. Agree quickly and move on. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine, <laughs> a friend of mine taught me some words. She said, Barbara, when they say that, this is what you say. Oh, okay. That thing tickled me so bad. She had no clue how that thing went in. She said, yeah, they say this. She said, oh, no, oh, oh, okay. I, she said, no, Barbara, I don't fight with nobody. I said, oh, okay. And it's the way she said it because we got to forgive and forget. If you say that's what it is, I'm going to agree with you quickly and move on because I know that's not what it is, and it's going to destroy you. And I'll be praying for you. And you'll be back to me because you're destroyed now. And you need God to restore you. Yeah. Genesis 15, 17 says, So shall ye say unto Joseph, forgive. I pray thee now the trespass of thy brethren and their sin. For they did unto thee evil. And now we pray thee, forgive the trespass of the servants of the God of thy father. And Joseph wept. When they spake unto him. Remember the coat of many colors. You remember them boys sold that boy off into slavery, put him in the pit and all of that. They was jealous because the daddy made him a beautiful coat and the coat had many colors to it. And then he had the vision where God was going to make him ruler. And they didn't like that. They did not like, what? Even even the daddy said, boy, who you think you? You going to rule over over me too? Uh-huh. I'm ruling over you too. Because guess what? If God said it, mama, it's coming to pass. If God said it, daddy, it's coming to pass. Pastor, if God said it, it's bishop, if God, apostle, if God said it, it's coming to pass. You may not like it. You may not like it. And you may see me underneath you. Yeah, beneath you. You may see you got more God than I got, but if God said I'm the head, that's what I'm going to be. If he said, Pastor, I'm going to be over you, you're going to be a pastor and I'm going to be a bishop. It's going to come to pass, whether you like it or not. But we yet got to forgive these people. I know Joseph didn't really want to forgive them boys. Y'all try, we're going to kill me to the oldest boy. So hold up now. Wait a minute. This is our brother. Don't do that. Don't We, we don't want to kill him now. But look over there. Let's put him in the pit. And then look what happened to him. He got on over there to Potiphar's house. And the wife accused him of trying to uh, rape her. There's another forgiveness he had to forgive her. They lock him up in prison. <laughs> The butler and the baker come to prison, and he told them what God, what, what God said was going to happen to them, and exactly what he said, hey, baker, you're going to die, and butler, Pharaoh going to store you back to his house. 
they're going to bring you back. Now, when they bring you back, don't forget, I interpreted your dreams. Tell Pharaoh, I'm a dream interpreter. But he went on and was so happy that they didn't tell him. He got his place back. He didn't remember to tell about Joseph and the the interpreter of dreams. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But later on, it come to pass, just what God told him was going to happen, that he was over his daddy, and the, the famine came in the land. The daddy ain't have no, no food to feed him. He had to send them over there where Joseph was to get groceries. God said, he, Joseph was going to be over you, sir. Because I, I know it was a hard thing, but he went on and softened his heart to do it, and Joseph wept when they spake unto him. When them brothers... As for forgiveness, Joseph began to cry. He wept. Anybody remember the scripture that says Jesus wept? He gave us many emotions. Look at that Mark 2 and 7. Why do this man thus speak blackness? Who can forgive sins but God only? Now look, sometimes you say, I forgive you. I forgive them. Or you you see somebody do something and they shouldn't have done that and you say, you forgiven. They want to hang you on the cross. Now, who who is Barbara that she forgiven sins? She's not God. But this was the son who said this. <laughs> His son said, you're forgiven. They said he was speaking blasphemous. He was a blasphemer. Because who can forgive sins but God only? That's them folk don't know God. That's them folk don't know his word. Go back over to uh, uh, John and tell them they forgiven. Go on and tell them. Go tell the church y'all forgiven. I'm talking about them that go in that physical building all the time. Go tell that pastor over there he's forgiven. But God said to start over. Go back and do his first work over right there in the pulpit. Let me tell you something. I was in a place called Orlando, Florida. That was a church called 910 Livingston Street. Yeah, I'm going to tell the name of it. And I went over there. And let me tell you something. You talking about some church and oh my goodness, I had a good time in the praise and worship. The pastor got up and he brought the word. The word was good. That particular Sunday, I hadn't been working in a long time. And I finally got a job as a credit manager. And I had a $50 uh, offering. And you couldn't tell me nothing. And I was dressed up that Sunday. I couldn't get my hair back like that right now. I can't even remember the style. But I know I was looking good. I know that. And I was so excited to give my $50. And I got ready to get up out of there, and I couldn't. And the Lord used me right there with my mouth. And I was wanted to leave, but for some reason I wanted to hang around. And I was like, this not like me. It, it usually, huh? And then the boss was coming back to pick me up, but he didn't show up on time. I'm like, what is going on? The pastor was coming out the door, and God told me what to tell him. Because the Lord told them, look, I need y'all to get real in here and sincere. Or y'all praising, worshiping, I need you to do it from 
Oh, he he told the pastor some stuff too. And to prove what that, that was God speaking to him, he told him about the type of car he was driving. He looked at me because he knew I didn't I didn't know him and he didn't know me. I couldn't have known what he was driving because when I got there, he was already in the building. So there's no way I could have saw what he got out of. You see? But they will come against you because many feel they're beneath you. And you don't have the power because, see, you don't look like it. You're a pew sitter. They don't know who you are. And this is why I tell people, be careful coming against people. You don't know what people pray. You don't know what they're praying. You don't know what they're praying for. So if you tell me my sins, forgiven, I'm going to believe you. <laughs> I am going to believe you because he's faithful and just. And he'll forgive us for all unrighteousness. He'll make that slate brand new. He'll make it nice and clean. Like nothing ever been in there before. When you look, oh, it's clean. He done removed all your sins and wrongdoings and wrong thoughts and speakings. He done removed all of that away from you. The house been swept clean. It's our job to protect it now. Don't let nothing else come back in it. And even if it does, we go right back to him in prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalms 25 and 18 says, look upon my affliction and my pain and forgive all my sins. That boy David has something for you. Look upon my affliction and my pain and forgive all my sins. Because many people won't associate their affliction and pain with their unforgiveness. You're still sinning because you haven't forgiven. You spoke it out your mouth, oh, I forgive you, but it wasn't from your heart. See, your lips and your heart must line up together. What you say out of your heart must come out of your mouth. But a lot of times we let lies and tricks come out of our mouth, and it's not from our heart. Do you know God only respects What's in your heart? Not necessarily what come out your mouth. Because there's nothing to say something, and you don't have to mean it. But when you mean what you say, and you say what you mean, this is coming from your heart, the proof going to be there. You're going to see it. I've had people tell me, oh, Barbara, you real. You're not fake. No, I'm not. What you see is what you get. No matter where I go, I'm basically the same. Now, I like to laugh too much. I I, I will will attest to that. I love some laughter. I can be silly and appear, oh, this woman is crazy. But guess what? I'm real. Hallelujah. I'm not going to bring you no fakeness. I'm not bringing you lies. I'm not trying to cheat you out of nothing. It is what it is. God loves a cheerful giver. And do you know forgiving others is giving? And if we cheerfully forgive, Joseph wept. That thing touched him. 
Because what God said was going to take place took place. Now here they are repenting unto me for what they did against me. Look upon my affliction and my pain and forgive all my sins. Again, folks have died with unforgiveness in their hearts. They just couldn't get over it. Oh, why they do me like this? I thought she loved me. Oh, I thought he loved me. How could he? Sometimes people made a huge mistake, a, a humongous mistake. They didn't even understand what they were doing. And one day they realized, or one day who they did it to, they saw them and they reminded them. They, they are older now. They've learned better. They know more. And they asked them, to, would you please forgive me? I am so sorry. And they really mean it. And the other person know they mean it, but guess what they do? Well, no, I'm not going to forgive them. Every time I can, I'm going to remind them of what they did to me. And guess what? The person who said they were sorry and asked you to forgive them is still living and the other one dead and gone. You hear me? I don't want to die with unforgiveness in me because I got to stand before the judgment seat of Almighty God. And when we forgive, we forget. And you know what? Things have happened. I forgot that you did me wrong. And I and I allowed you back and you did it one more time. And guess what? I forgot again because I forgave you again. And then God took it up. You can never come back to me in that way no more. You can't do it. But when we forgive, we give it. When we forgive others, we are giving to them. And God loves a cheerful giver. Even in forgiving, he loved that because that's what he said. If we don't forgive, he can't forgive us. But Lord, look on the affliction and the pain that has been caused to me and help me to forgive others' sins. Help me to forgive those who caused me affliction and pain. Lord, help me to forgive them. He will do it. He will do it. I'm a living witness. When you see them, you won't feel the same way you used to feel. When you used to see them, you, you, you used to think of ways, if, if I wouldn't be locked up, I'd kill you. If they wouldn't put me away, I'd torture you like you tortured me. But that's not the way we want to think. That's not the way we want to feel. When we see them, we want to forget you was the one that did all of this to me. We don't want to even remember that. Now, just because you forgive, it don't mean you got to move in the house with them. Hear me now. Just because we forgive, I don't have to call them every day. Hey, Sally Sue, how you doing? Nope, 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 nope. I forgave you, and I can stay away from you. God don't have no problem with that. And I'm not staying away from you because I hate you. I'm staying away from you because I saw that you, you're not for me. The older people back in the day said, feed them with a long-handled spoon. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. 
they would tell us them kind. You got to feed them kind with a long handled spoon. Yeah, that's what they taught us. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something. I thank God this morning. Yeah. Y'all bear with me here. I got to look at the, at the number, y'all. Yeah, you, you feed them kind with a long handled spoon. That means you, you stay your distance from them. You don't you don't go back over there and give them your whole heart no more. You you don't trust them to the fullest no more. And what I mean by that, you be careful. You are careful now how you're doing things and who you're doing things with. Yeah. And you you're not See, maybe y'all used to go to lunch all the time, but now that you found that out, you, 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 you go, go to lunch a separate place and with someone else, you know, because uh-uh. It don't mean you hate them, and it does not mean you haven't forgiven them, but you're not going to put yourself in harm's way again, and you're moving on. Yeah. And you got to love them. If he said love your enemies, you got to love them. Love is what love does. I believe Lou and Sherry loved me. I do. I went to Old Keller and they proved it. Sherry was talking about, uh, look at that fence. <laughs> look at that fence over that fence. Got a hole in it, Sister Barbara. In other words, this is an old fence. If you buy this house, Sister Barbara, you're going to have to replace this whole fence. Louis was like, well, you turn up here and you go that way, and we're going over here. Took me to breakfast and was happy to do it. Wasn't shame or nothing. I said, look at these two people right here. Happy to see me, happy to spend time with me. You'd have thought I know these people a hundred years. Love is what love does. Second Corinthians 12 and 13 says, for what is it? wherein ye were inferior to other churches, except it be that I myself was not burdensome to you. Forgive me this wrong. Forgive me. Forgive, forgive, forgive. And we got to quickly forgive. Don't, don't harbor it. Don't hoard it. Don't think on it too long. Just do it. And let's pray about getting it done. Sometimes we're inferior to other churches. We're afraid, you know, they got the big choir. They had the 1,500 members, you know, all kind of stuff. Except it be that I myself was not burdensome to you. So it don't make no difference what they got going on over at your spot. As long as I wasn't a burden to you, I, I I didn't make you you know feel crazy or out of place because that's not my intentions. And if you feel I did this, forgive me this wrong. 
Hey, glory. It don't get me off the hook if I'm guilty now. I want you to know that too. If I'm guilty of anything, just because I ask that you forgive me for this wrong, it don't get me off the hook. Because after I ask you to forgive me, I got to get on them knees and ask God to forgive me. And don't forget, this is Almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power. He said what he meant, and he meant what he said. He loved me. Oh, I know he loved me. But I will not escape my wrongdoing because he loved me. I'm just telling you the truth. Yeah. Anybody know about that repenting? <laughs> Where you're crying. I'm talking about you crying from a deep place of sorrowfulness of oh yeah it, it hurt because you hurt God it hurt because you hurt his child anybody ever been there I'm talking about the water flowing and, and the slide and all of that and remember anybody ever been there because we don't just go and say Lord forgive me have mercy upon me oh God and just let it go before you go to bed that night, you plan back your whole day. And sometimes that one thing will just stick out before you go to sleep. And you get out of bed and back on your knees. And, yeah, you, you, I'm calling that laboring in repentance. <laughs> laboring in repentance because you mean that thing. And you want God to really forgive you for it. And, Lord, I don't want to play no games with you. I can't. Your eyes are in every place. Father, you're beholding the evil and the good. You said in your word, if I don't forgive, you can't forgive me. You said in your word, when I see where I'm at fault, and especially against my brother, I go to my brother and repent to my brother, and then I come to you and ask you for forgiveness. But I got to go to my brother and repent to him. I got to go to him or her and ask them to forgive me. Brethren, in this case, me, man or woman. It's a generic term. Matthew 18 and 35. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you. If ye from your hearts forgive, not everyone, his brother, their trespass. He keeps telling us now, if we don't forgive, he cannot forgive us. Everyone. You got to forgive your brothers and sisters in Christ, and guess what? Strangers and the worldly people, too. You got to forgive and let it go and move on. Anybody heard the word vengeance is mine? Saith the Lord, let the wheat even and the tab grow together in the day of harvest. I'll do the separating. No need for us to try to fix anything. God have it. Who better know how to uh, pay man for the wrongdoing than the one who made him? Uh, the one who eyes are in every place beholding the evil and the good. Who is better to punish? We want to do it. I want to be the punisher. They lied on me. I want to get them. See, when we was in the world, it was tit for tat. You do me, I'm coming to do you. You ain't had it to worry about. And if I thought you was going to do me, 
I confronted you before you got a chance to do it and let you know I'm going to do this to you now. And you can come back if you want to. But if you come back what I'm giving you today, I'm going to give you double for your trouble and I might triple up on it, you see. That's the way we was when we was in the world. But today we're not like that. We quickly forgive. We quickly love. And if we're not, we need to go back to the altar and make sure we got what we got the first time. Yeah. Because we got to love. In spite, he said even love the enemies again. Woo! If you got to love your enemy, your brother and sister in Christ, you really got to love them and forgive them. We're going on to another passage. Luke 17 and 3. Take heed to yourselves. If that brother trespassed against thee, rebuke him. And if he repent, forgive him. Now, some people don't like that, right? They're not with that program. No. Don't say nothing to me. I did what I did. Go on. He said, take heed to yourself. Look at you. Self-inventory you. If that brother did you wrong, rebuke him. And if he repent, forgive him. That folks that do stuff on the creep, all kind of stuff. And when you say something to them about it, they get offensive. Instead of saying, yeah, I did that, I'm raising my right hand right now because I have had to do it. I had to humble down and say, yeah, I did that. I really did that. Will you please forgive me? I'm truly sorry. I I, I never want to do that again. And the person will say, okay, Barbara, we good. And they mean it, and we good. We done been out to lunch together, and they reminded me about it, and we both just had a big laugh. They put scripture to it and just had me crying at the table. From laughter. Yeah. Hey, Barbara, you did this right here. You you wasn't right here, but you was right there where the scripture said. Yeah. Not to do it. That's love. He said we're to love one another. Not like the world love. I can't love you because you support my ministry. I can't love you simply just because you come to Jesus in the morning. What? I'm more than that. I can't love you just because you support Freedom Doors Ministry. I'm more than that. He didn't give a reason why to love other than don't love like the world. The, the world is with you when you're up. But fall down and watch what happens. I tell you what, as athletes and as entertainers, as athletes when they're not hitting the goal. When they're not making the points. Last month, it was the hottest thing since hot bread and butter. This month, the game done went way down. They're not feeling something happened. They got a real sick wife. They got a sick child. Mama dying. Something. And they just don't even care. They're not on top of their game. You watch what the world do to them. You mention their name and, and, and see what the world tell you about them. 
uh, entertainers. They're not turning out hits after hits after hits no more. Nobody want to be bothered. And when you mention they, oh, they were way back in the day. Oh, they made this song, didn't they? And they asking, when they going to bring out a new one? When they going to have a new hit? That's the world. Whether you support me or not, I still love you. Yeah, still love you. I can't help all that other foolishness. That wasn't even God. He said, don't love like the world. But love like he loves. They use a word called unconditional. There's no condition on the love. I don't love you because your hair long and black. I don't love you because your hair short and blonde. I love you because I love. For God is love and God is in me. But I got to forgive. Second Corinthians 2 and 7 says this, so that country, all right, Louis, help me with a word here, countrywide, contrariwise, okay, it's going to get there. You ought rather to forgive him, comfort him, lest perhaps such a one should be swallowed up with over much sorrow. And otherwise, no matter what you think or believe, we got to forgive and comfort our brothers and sisters. When it says forgive him, that's a generic term there too. That's man or woman. Lest perhaps such a one should be swallowed up with over much sorrow. Some people get so down and be so stressed and and just be so hurt and in pain and afflicted by this thing that they can't come back. I don't want nobody leaving the church, the building, where we forsake not the assembly of ourselves and we gather to praise and worship and get a fresh word for the week. And we fellowship with one another. After church, we may go out and eat together and laugh. And I, I don't want nobody leaving that because I couldn't comfort them. I couldn't forgive them. I couldn't look beyond their fault and yet see the need that they needed to be forgiven. They needed to be comforted and they needed to be loved. I, I don't want to do that. But you have those that will. And we pray against that in them. We pray against that. Because they're still our brothers and sisters in Christ. But sometimes folk are messed up. Sometimes it's unforgiveness from their past. is what somebody did to them. I told you about the angry preachers getting up to preach. How you mad and you're going to bring the word? Unforgiveness is in you. And then we got to learn this. Did you know we have to forgive ourselves? Sometimes people can't forgive themselves. But if God has forgiven you, please forgive yourself. Sometimes God has forgiven us and we concerned about people. No, 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 I can't be concerned. If God forgave me, you may as well. Because I'm going to act like you did. 
Because God, the one who made the heaven and the earth, he forgave me. And some people say, well, Barbara, you don't understand. It's easier said than done. No. It takes a well-made-up mind. Sometimes it takes prayer. You may have to fast about that thing. You may have to fast to forgive somebody. I'm not playing. I know you got to pray. But for some, that thing is not easy. You done killed my mama, now you want me to forgive you? You done took my livelihood, and you want me to forgive you. You said you was my friend, and we was like sisters, and I found out you sleeping with my husband. And you want me to forgive you? You put poison in my food. I got sick under death and went to the hospital. They pumped my stomach and they told me what killed, what was going to kill me, what made me sick, and it only came from you. You brought that to me to eat. But you want me to forgive you? You done wrecked my new car and lied to me. And you want me to forgive you? Husband, you said the baby wasn't yours. You had never been with the woman. But now the, the, the blood test proven, what they call it, the DNA test proven that you're the father. And you want me to stay with you? You want me to forgive you? <coughs> Excuse me. He said, forgive him. Listen, Psalms 86 and 5 says this, but thou, Lord, are good and ready to forgive, and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. Look, we gotta be ready to forgive, plenteous in mercy unto them that ask us to forgive them. Do you believe that? Now, this is the way Jesus is. We ask God to let this mind be in us that was also in Christ Jesus. So the things he did, we got to find ourselves doing. I know the baby his. He said it was. He had never been with the woman. They was lying on it. I know they killed your mama. I, I, I know they killed your daddy. I know they came and took all your hair. I know he, he said even forgive those debtors. I know they came and took your furniture and set it outside the road. They threw you out the house. You did all you could to keep the house, but you didn't have no job, no money. But thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. When I go to God and I ask him to forgive me, he does. And I forgive myself. And we got to do the same thing. We got to forgive y'all. Exodus 32, 32. Yet now, if thou wilt forgive their sin, and if not, blot me, I pray thee, out of thy book which thou hast written. I want to be a forgiver. I want to forgive folks for what they've done to me. And I want to ask people to forgive me for what I've done to them. If I remember 
that I've done something to someone, against someone, I want to be able to ask these people, forgive me and mean it from a sincere heart. It just can't come any kind of oh, way. I, I just can't do any kind of old thing before God and then I'm standing up to my what I am in him. It take me back to being a man, being Christ, he's a new creature. Old things has passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Sometimes we're holding on to old things. He done made us brand new, but we keep wanting to go back to a familiar place. He brought us out of darkness into this marvelous light. But many times it's like we don't want to stay in the marvelous light. We want to keep going back in the dark. Light shining in darkness and darkness comprehended it not. That's, it appeared that's where we want to stay. We don't want to forgive. We want to stay in familiar places. It's time to come out of familiar let God do something new in us. He said he was raising up a people that was going to obey in his last days. And we should be a people that want to obey God at any cost. No matter what it costs. It costs Jesus his life, but he did it because he wanted to please the Father. And we should want to please him too. Matthew, excuse me, Matthew 18 and 21 says, Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brethren sin against me? And I forgive him. Just seven times. <laughs> Look, I don't think there's an infinity on it. I don't think there's an ending number for it. We got to forgive him. And see, after you forgive again this morning, what makes it wonderful, we don't have to stay with them. We don't have to keep building a relationship with them. We, we love them, we forgave them, and we moved on. And I moved on so that they won't have the opportunity to sin against themselves again. Because we're brothers and sisters in Christ. And if you do me wrong, you've done you wrong. Yeah, it's true. So I'm not putting a number on the times I should forgive others. I don't want nobody putting a number on the times to forgive me. Yeah. But if we walk in the light because he is the light, if we walk in the spirit, it will help us not to sin against others. It will keep our mind on him. He will keep us in perfect peace. We won't sin against others. I got a disturbing phone call. And I knew the person that called me. I knew she was in my book kind of distraught. She, she kind of didn't know Oh, she was like between a rock and a hard place. Let's put it that way. So she called me and we started talking and she told me what she needed and I told her what I would try to do. But I knew God was going to bless. I, I did some things quickly to bless her so that 
she could let the stress of it go. You know, I got what I need now. So if I want to go do this, I can do this. But it come to her. So God gave her some other things through the prayer that I prayed. And it didn't, it, it didn't work out the way that she thought she would have to spend money, yada, yada, yada. God moved, you know, used her. And then he moved in the prayer for me. And, and it come out okay. But when we love one another, we don't want to see each other go through nothing because of the love. And no matter how many times I have to forgive you, I'm willing to do it because I love you. Love is what love does. Look how many times God has forgiven us. How many days have you lived according to the years of your age? How many days? And every day you've done something wrong. Every day you have sinned in some type of way. Whether it be a thought, something you said, something you did, something you knew you did, something you didn't even know you done. Yet God forgave us. So how many times should I forgive others? As many times as God has forgiven me. I'm 65. How many days have I lived? From February the 27th, 1957 to October the 4th, 2022, how many days is that? And that's how much I need to forgive. Every time someone comes to me and says, Barbara, forgive me. I did this and this. Barbara, you know I said this and this about you. I said, really? Yeah. Well, Barbara, it wasn't true, and I, I, I knew it, but you this, this, and that. Sometimes they'll say, will you forgive me? Sometimes they don't say nothing. They just told me what they did. It's up to me to forgive, which I automatically did. I didn't even know it. Yeah, so I didn't really care. You know, some people say, well, I, I did this, Barbara, that, that, that hurt your ministry. Okay. Did you really hurt it, though? Because I don't know who can be against God. And if God is for me, who can be against me? Twelve years, I'm still going strong. and I I, I can't just play off on, on that. I got to let that go. So I forgive, I love you, and I keep it moving. And guess what? That same day. God gave me a financial miracle, so y'all know I was good to go, right? I'm talking about real good. Hallelujah. God is faithful. Listen, Mark 2 and 10, and we're about to wrap it up. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sin. He said to the sick of the palsy. When Jesus walked in the on the earth in the flesh, he had the power to forgive. Uh-huh. And do you know we have the power to forgive today? We have the power to forgive. And we forgive those who have done us wrong. And it's not from our lips, but this is from our heart this morning. God has a purpose and a plan for our lives. Yeah. And he wants us to be whole. 
He wants us to be complete. This is why he's given us power, love, and a sound mind. Power to forgive. Love like he loves us. A sound mind to know the difference and a sound mind not to go back and unforgive who I've forgiven. Not take tabs and write, you know, strikes. You know how you get the one, two, three, four, and when you get to five, you draw a line. That represents five. It's like, to me, a Roman number in a way. So look, I can't tally. Because if I tally it up, I haven't forgiven. I'm still remembering. Forgiving is forgetting. When Jesus forgive us, he forget. He said he put that sin as far as the east is from the west. He puts it in the sea of forgetfulness and he never remember it again. But he going to let us remember the devil is a fool and a lie. And will make a fool and a liar out of us if we allow him to. Yeah. Listen, our last one. Luke 23, 34 says this. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast the lots. Then Jesus said, now this wasn't Peter, John, Matthew, Paul, Timothy. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. Now, if he can forgive these people the way they caused him to suffer, Father, we are asking you this morning to forgive them, whoever has done something against us, whoever has done something to us, no matter what it was, Father. We ask this morning that you would forgive them, for they know not what they did. They didn't know, Lord. And we depart from them, still praying for them, still having love for them because they're lost. Help us today to be the sons and daughters that you called us to be in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we thank you this morning. We give you glory, we give you the honor, and we give you the praise. And we thank you for being a people that can forgive. We love you this morning. We honor your word. Father, help us to obey your word. For your word is a lamp unto our feet today. Again, it's a light unto our path. Sanctify us today through that truth, for that word is truth. Help us to be your people. Lord, always look into the hills from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from you, Father. You made the heavens and the earth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We ask it all this morning in the name of Jesus. And again, we thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We go into one more request of the morning, and uh, the studio is open. If anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in and uh you can be thinking on it while we go to this one right here.
It's going to take faith and trust in God. It's going to take applying his word to our everyday life to get to that next round. So see, I believe like this. If they say it's no more food, the trucks are not rolling no more, the farmers are not growing nothing, there are no cows, no, no steak. You know folk love steak, but me, I don't like it. But no ground beef. I eat ground beef now. No turkey, no chicken, no fish. I believe if I go in that pantry and lay my hand on the shelf and pray the prayer of faith, I believe food will come to that pantry. Do y'all hear what I say? That's how I believe. From Birmingham to Jacksonville, they say you got crazy faith. Yeah, I believe God. Look, if he can raise Jesus from the dead, he can bring Lazarus from you. You want to tell me he can't feed me? You want to tell me he can't give me no money? But I got to do what it takes to get there. God loves a cheerful giver. We want God to just give to us and we don't give to nobody. We only give what he requires. And we're not doing that because he requires much more, but we're giving the bare minimum. Oh, we're going to pay them little tithes and offering to the church and think we're going to do some shout all across the floor. But there are ministries that go overseas to spread the good news of Jesus. Had they not gone, these people wouldn't know that they could be saved. We don't think on that. We too busy running to the building with the new outfit and the new shoes and stuff on, you know. We too busy trying to look good, drive good, and, and, and live in the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy and folks overseas perishing. We have brothers and sisters cannot come out and say the word Jesus out loud, nowhere, unless they want to lose their head. It, it, it's like 30 of them living in one house. And the house is maybe three rooms. And they all work, but they have to work for the Muslims. So they can't be out in the field singing, yes, Jesus love me. No way, they'll lose their head. So when they get together, they got to get together and huddle. And the leader, he got to speak low and soft. And they got to let God lead them into who to trust to tell about Jesus. Because they can't just go tell anybody and they go tell the Muslims they did. Y'all understand? We're free to do all of this and won't do it. We're free to hold up the bloodstained banner and we won't do it. Now, God said be especially good to the members of the household of faith. Our brothers and sisters, they come before anybody. Our brothers and sisters in Christ. But on that job, I should be able to ease over there and talk to Shirley. I, I should be able to ease over there and talk to Nate. And if I can't, when nobody's looking, I should put pamphlets everywhere. We called them tracks back in the day, Louis. I should be able to drop tracts or scriptures everywhere that I can. You never know what somebody's going through. And that scripture that they picked up is the scripture they needed for today. Now, they may need something different tomorrow, but it's that scripture they needed for today. And I was able to bless them with the scripture that they needed today because I'm spreading the word. I'm laying script down everywhere I go. On the job, when people see me, they're reminded of God. I see they've been hiding from them a long time, so when they see me, oops, I got to go. 
Well, it's, it's what they do to him. I don't take it personal. Yeah, because they, they hide from him. And when they see me, I remind them of him. So they running. But we don't do that. We down with the cause. We let them come to the lunch table and gossip. In the lunch room, in the break room, we gossip with them. We find fault in everything and everybody, but we're not talking about Jesus on the job. Look here, at the church, I'm dropping scriptures on the pews. Yeah, I'm talking to the ushers. And the ushers at my church, when I can't afford it, I go and I give every usher a gift. I'm always trying to give to the first lady. Well, she's not the first lady, the, the bishop and the pastor. But I try to get an usher board. When I go back this time, I got to give to the deacon board. There may be more ministers carrying something for them. And then all of that, start dropping scriptures. Because you never know what they need. And they, when they pull that scripture out, it may be just the scripture they needed to be reminded of today. Because everybody don't just have all 66 books stamped, you know, right before their eyes and whatever they need, they just a bing, push it and it come up. No. God sent his word and his word healed them. God will send his word and it will heal you today if you will allow it. But if ever there was a time for us to get serious about the things of God, now is that time. Today is that day. And I want to remind us, God has more than we need. More than we need. And he's going to take care of his people. Yeah, if you belong to him and He, be, he's going to take care of you. Let me tell you something. I never had so much as I did when COVID, when, excuse me, Corona first came. I said, look at this and it gets better. Every day is getting better. It, it, look, I used to, you know, have to ask people for money for food to give to others. I don't like food bank action. I don't like that. Day-old bread and stale, and I don't like all that. Well, three-day-old bread, a week-old, I don't like all that. And if I give something, I want to give the best that I possibly can at the time. And I give it from my heart and I give it in love. So I want fresh stuff to give to people. And those days was kind of over in my book because I moved on the outskirts of town and I'm not going back to town often. Oh, thank you, Jesus, Brother Lord, Galatians 6, 6. The one who has taught the word of God is to share all good things with his teacher contributing to his spiritual and material support. That's the Amplified Bible. All right, Louis. But look, I want to give fresh stuff. I like to give new clothes, something I never wore before. You know, nobody else had it either. And I found myself with more food than I needed. And I was trying to hold on to that. I said, Lord, maybe you're going to send somebody. Nobody never come. I started calling around, hey, can you use this? Hey, can you use that? I had three long, big things of ground beef. Now, what is big for me because it's only me here. Now, for a family of four or five, that might have been a smaller pack. But you could have made a huge pot of spaghetti out of it. 
So I was finding people to give that to. Don't buy that. I got that. You know, and, and, and he moved. Because, see, he loves to cheer for giving. Listen, I'm trying to, as the world say, I'm trying to put you up on game this morning. If there's nothing more than a pack of chicken and two cans of string beans, find somebody to give some food to and watch your pantry, watch your freezer. I cleaned mine out, cleaned it out, and it's right back full, right back full. I'm like, Lord, I I, I, got to go back in there again and clean out my closet again, just cleaned it out. Back in there again to clean out that closet. Why? Somebody can use it. I, I don't like taking it to places that resell it. I want to give it to somebody who need it. There's some sister want to go to church on Sunday. But she, you know, she don't have a lot. She don't have a lot of clothes. So she makes a skirt with a shirt. And next Sunday she makes a another skirt with the same shirt, that kind of thing. And nothing is wrong with it. It's clean. She wash it. She clean her hair clean. But if I can give this to somebody who can use it, I feel better. Some people can use it to go to work in. You know, casual dress, uh, casual professionally dress. Because I don't dress up no more going to church. Yeah. That's what I want to do. And be a blessing to somebody. I want to be able to help somebody to pay their mortgage. Because they're struggling. They don't have as much work as they used to. And people are not into that because I've heard them say, well, there's so many opportunities now. You can become a YouTuber. You can become a TikToker. That's not what God called you to. He gave you a job. And on that job, he used you on that job. But the job is not paying you a whole lot because you have a family of five, a family of four. It's expensive to live today. And we're all not going to be rich. He said the poor will always be among us. So there's always an opportunity to give. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, there's always an opportunity. We work and make money to give. And because we give, we have more money to pay bills and to do this and to do that. I know nobody believe me, but I'm telling you, I'm, I'm being blessed by it over here. Later on, uh, I, I oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I can't say nothing right now, but later on, I'm going to shock everybody. He loves a cheerful giver is what I'm telling you this morning. And if you'll give, God will give back. He would even cause men to give into your bosom, pressed down, shaking together and running over. You'll go looking for one thing, God will give you another. And I need you to forgive this morning so that you can be blessed beyond your wildest imagination. Forgive them, folks. Let it go. Because if we don't, we're hurting us. You're not hurting them. They moved on. Pray for them. Ask God to bless them. It's already all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We thank God. Listen, 
I'm going to one more request this morning right quick. And uh, when we come back, the studio is still open. If anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one today and come in. Come on, Chris. We riding with Chris. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm living proof of what the mercy of God can do. If you knew me then, you'd believe me now. He turned my whole life upside down. Took the old and he made it. That's just what the mercy of God can do. Now I'm alive to tell the story how I've overcome His goodness and mercy and the power of His blood. I'm so glad that my freedom wasn't based on what I've done. Goodness and mercy and the power of the blood. So much power in the blood.
Also, the scripture talks about if any man like wisdom, you don't feel like you're smart, if you don't feel like you know enough, let him ask God. They give liberally and upbraideth not. See, the, the word, it, it, it'll heal us in many ways. Well, it'll heal everything that's wrong with us, the word of God, but we must apply it. We can know the word, but if we are not applying the word, it don't do us no good really to know it. it you know, it's it's just wasted knowledge, I'm going to put it that way in my book. But if you know the word and you're applying the word, oh, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Again, this morning, God sent his word, and his word healed. And it'll heal us today if we will allow it. If we'll bathe in the word, wrap the word around us, and we wrap around the word and walk. Let's keep going. Hallelujah. God has something waiting. Yeah. He's got something great for us. But to get it, we, we must come become spiritual. He's a spiritual God, and we must become a spiritual people. And we try to find everything and every way in the Bible that we don't have to be spiritual but get from God. Are you crazy? No, you're not getting from him. It, the flesh can't please him. Spirit man is the one that pleases God. Your flesh can't fit, no. Because the flesh and the spirit are against each other. They're warring all the time. But we always want to jump on that, that natural bandwagon. Yeah, we want to know what's in this and that about the world and, and what we, because of what we feel. I don't want to feel. I want to know beyond a shadow of a doubt what my outcome going to be. And how I know beyond a shadow of a doubt what it's going to be, because he already told me. In his word, it tell me, look here, you're the head and not the tail, Bible. You're above and not beneath. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. You're more than a conqueror through my son, Christ Jesus, that loves you. Barbara, you can look to the hills from which cometh your help. All of your help comes from me. Remember, I made the heavens and the earth. You see, look, I was overwhelmed yesterday. I just got back from Alabama. I'm tired still today, feet still swole. I got up Sunday because I, I I had to do it. I got up and did all my laundry, all my dirty laundry Sunday. I cleaned my truck Sunday. Uh, I did a lot in the house, you know, unpacking and and putting stuff up. I was tired. So yesterday I wanted to go over to my friend's county. You know, she lost her son. And I just couldn't get it together to go. I, my nephew, I got to mail something to him and send something in the mail to Shantae. I, and, and I said, Lord, I can't do it. So it come to me, well, call her, get a cash app, and send what you're going to send in cash app for the day. And then tell her by Thursday, don't hold it against you, but by Thursday you should be over there and you'll bring food when you come. So when I called and I told her this, she said, okay, Bob. I said, well, kind of, another thing, I don't want to just, you know, bomb Russia and everybody over there. She said, Bob, you know, it's a lot of friends and family. Just come on in and blend in with everybody else. You know how it goes. 
In other words, you know the drill. So I said, yeah, yeah. I said, but I can't get over there today. I got some things, you know. But on by Thursday, I should be there. I sure wanted to go yesterday. But boy, these feet big, and I just, I just didn't feel it. So I'm gonna stay off of them. I think today. Still gotta go to that post office and just get me today and tomorrow rest up. And when I go on Thursday, just carry food because tomorrow night I may be able to get up and cook, you know, and take cooked food over there. And uh, she said she they was making a huge pot of spaghetti, you know, so everybody could eat. But I want to do something different, and uh, I believe the Lord is going to bless me to do it. So I'm going to carry that over there. And God is faithful. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. He is so faithful. And uh, God is good to us. And so we just want to do uh, what we can to be a blessing unto others. Let's do a little roll call in this morning, if that's all right, with my roll call right here. Because some mornings I get to going and I don't, I don't do it. But I want to say good morning to you, Sister Dorothy Goodman. <laughs> And let me tell y'all something. Headed to Alabama, that doc was with me. You hear me? I'm going to check on you. I'm going to that with you. Yeah. <laughs> I thank God for your sister died. And thank God for how you handled that prayer club. God bless you, Sugarfoot. God bless you. And good morning to you, Sister Mary Ann. And uh, God bless you. I checked on her. And she was like, thank you so much, Sister Barbara, for checking on me during the hurricane. Good morning to you, Rose Brown, my wicked, wicked, wicked over there. God bless you this morning. And uh, Sister Simone, God bless you. God bless you. Sister Melanie Rose, I heard from you in a second. But God bless you, honey bunny. Uh, Sister Angela in California. My God baby, Sister Laura in Philadelphia, I heard from her. Checking on your God, Mama. God bless you, baby. <laughs> God bless you. And good morning to you, Mr. Mason and Miss Deborah. God bless you over there. Sister Alexis and uh, Sister Michelle and Sister Andrea Center. Good morning to you, Sister Center. We got to talk. We got to talk. I uh, called you, but I don't know. I, I think you could have been uh, at the praise team rehearsal when I was in Alabama. And I think I sent you a text because I wanted to check on y'all because Ian was headed up your way. Yeah. Good morning to you, uh, Sister Andrea Philadelphia, Sister Keisha, Sister Rita. Good morning to you, Sister Sion, Sister Diane. And uh, good morning to you, Sister Sylvia Joe Jones, Sister Sharon Slayton. And uh, good morning to you, Sister Angela Foote. Got a chance to talk to Angela while I was up there. And a good morning to you, Sister Anna Leafoot. God bless you this morning. God bless you. Thank God for each of you. Good morning to you, uh, Sister Kim Hops, which brings me to this. I, Brother Louis, I heard from Mike Hops yesterday. He called me, and I told him I had been to Birmingham. And when I told him the way I came back of 84 East, he was like, you was right there. I said, yeah, I was over there in Elba. He was like, you was right there by my house. He said, I'm going to tell you where I am right now. I said, where are you? Uh, I forgot. Estimate, I don't forgot the name of it, but I went right through there, Brother Lewis. He said, you was only five minutes from my house. Oh, my goodness. But I didn't know. 
you know. But going back up this month, later on this month, going back up, I plan to stop by. He said, yeah, whenever you come by me and Kim, taking you out to eat anywhere you want to go. I said, okay. And see, that's why I say he's overweight. People think the preacher always want to eat. But I do want to try some of that Alabama food. Uh, they're good on them crackling muffins and the cabbage. Oh, and fried chicken. Oh, my goodness. I know about that now. Yes, sir. And yes, ma'am. So, look, good morning to you, Brother Louis, the main man holding that chat room down over there. God bless you, Brother Louis. And uh, uh, Brother Casper Hamilton, God bless you this morning. Thank God for you. Good morning to you, Brother Jermaine and Brother Anthony. And Brother D, and Brother Anthony was checking on me. Thank you. Y'all know he was going to check on me now. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I can tell it's 9 o'clock. Y'all know it was going to rain. And uh, good morning to you, Brother D. I'd like to see that number every now and then, Brother D, and we good, okay? <laughs> good morning to you, Brother Mike Hawk. And uh, good morning to you, Brother Cal. Uh, good morning to you, Pastor David Jackson. I'm, I got my roll call list today. Good morning to you, um, Brother George West Perry, and good morning to you, Brother Lee Hamilton, Brother Justin Gilmore, Brother Frank, Brother Marquez Griffin. Good morning to you. Oh, I have Sister Irene. Good morning to you. God bless you. And uh, good morning to you, Sister Michelle, Sister Patricia Fluker. Why leave them out? Sister Lisa, Sister Yvonne, and Apostle Claudia Boatwright. And uh, if I missed anybody, y'all, please forgive me. Please forgive me. And uh, Sister uh, Sharon Slayton over on LinkedIn, God bless you, woman. I thank God for you, Sharon. I really thank God for you. And a lot of days I look at the uh, comments that you put over there, and it just really encourages me. And I thank you so much. And I know where you're coming from. See, God got to do something in you for you to know him. (laughs) You just don't know him just to know him. Yeah, he he got to be in you. Yeah, and he put his spirit in you. That's why I say he got to put something in you for you to really know him. And so I thank him this morning. I hope I didn't miss anybody. Sister Simone, I don't think I missed you. See, uh, God bless you, Minister Shonda, this morning. God bless you, honey bunny. And Sister Jerry. Now, Jerry, you know what in the world is going on. <laughs> Good morning to you, Jerry. God bless you. God bless you. And I'm looking down my list here. I think that's Brother Anthony right there. And uh, Pastor David. I think that's Pastor David. And Sister Dot. I just didn't want to leave nobody out. If I did, please forgive me. And I sent me a little message. And look at Louis and jumped up on them crackling muffins in that cabbage and fried chicken. <laughs> what you say, Louis? Yum. Yes, sir, them girls down that way, they can cook that right there now. And they can cook a lot of things, but they're just some crackling bread muffins. I call them crackling bread muffins. And that cabbage, ooh, and fry a chicken, oh, my goodness, yeah. I've been there, I've been there, I done had all of that down there. And uh, as a matter of fact, even Brother Lewis, the um, Cracker Barrel, Brother Lewis, and pinto beans and all of that over at that Cracker Barrel in Alabama, up in Hoover. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I said, look at this. I got the okra and all of that because I, I needed a lot of vegetables. And uh, they were very good, very good. And uh, I thank God for it. 
uh, and I got back here and I'm on a little liquid diet. That's all I'm gonna tell y'all. And uh, I, I I gotta do something. I gotta do something because food is just everywhere. And when you're a foodie, I, I tell I read some days. I say hi, I'm Barbara. And I'm a foodaholic. Oh, that just tickle her. That just tickle her. But I, I'm working on it now. I'm working on it. And uh, it's going to be all right. Yeah, in Jesus' name. Because I got to keep getting weight off. Keep getting weight off. I can't stop. And so I'm thankful. I'm thankful that God make a way where I see no way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Again, because he is the way. So nobody have a testimony and nothing they would like to say this morning. I will pray us out. We'll get out early, and we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. And we're supposed to have a live guest tomorrow. She and I got on the phone, and we talked like we had known each other for years. So she will be here with us tomorrow. And um, I thank God. I thank God for the people he sent my way, and I get to meet good people. Godly people, and so I'm so thankful. No one else have anything to say. We'll pray out, and we pray the Lord bring us back. Like I said again, tomorrow morning. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for all that has been said and done. Thank you, Lord, for your word this morning. For your word is a lamp unto our feet. Father, it's a light unto our path. And forever, O oh God, thy word is settled in heaven. Father, you sent your word, and it healed them. And we ask today that this word that you sent this morning has healed us. And Lord, show us the evidence of the healing. Because now that we're saved, we must forgive. Lord, we know that we got to forgive because if we don't forgive, Father, you can't forgive us. We thank you for your forgiving power. We thank you that you're able to let this mind be in us that was also in your son, Jesus Christ. Do it for us all today, O God. And, Lord, we will apply your word to our everyday life, that we will walk up right before you, but we're walking in the spirit and not in our flesh. Lead and guide us today in the right path for your name's sake. Bless every caller and every listener this morning, those that are coming through the archives and the podcast. And, Father, as we depart this day, bless our going out, bless our coming in, meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory, by your son, Christ Jesus. And Father, those that are standing in special need this morning, we ask that you will move quickly on their behalf. Lord, those that are desiring and standing in the need of money, God, move in a mighty way. We know you're able. And Lord, give your people the hearts and minds to plant more seeds, God, to give more. But Lord, you love a cheerful giver. And God, we know that you'll return it back unto them a hundredfold in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We give you glory. We give you the honor and praise. Father, we ask it all again in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves it. you forgive us. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, October the 4th, 2022, 
in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going, I'm going to say bye-bye. We're going to our last song of the morning. And after this song, I won't be coming back today. God bless you. God bless you. Henry.
find if I say that one more time. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my